When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes today. I am really, really excited to have Caroline Faulkner with us today. So Caroline, if you don't know, is the best-selling author of The Signs. She's an astrologer, columnist, coach, and motivational speaker. Caroline's highly acclaimed method, Dynamic Astrology, shows how ancient wisdom and patterns in the stars can shine a torch on how on the hows and whys of human behavior. So thank you so much, Caroline, for being here today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. I'm super excited because I obviously had your book, The Signs, and now I've got your new book as well. And I'm just so excited to be able to talk astrology with my listeners today. And I thought you'd be the perfect lady to do so. Thank you. I, I'm always happy to talk astrology. <laughs> so my first question for you today then is something I ask every guest that comes on the podcast is when did you spiritually awaken and what's your story? So so always start with the juicy ones. I, <laughs> I, I would say that I've been sort of spiritually inclined, if you like, since I was a child. I was educated by Roman Catholic nuns and then I went to Roman Catholic boarding school and my sisters used to call me a little Bible basher. And so I was always, you know, that, that sort of way inclined. But I always had this big argument going on with, you know, how can the God they speak about be sort of, um, you know, uh, punishing people and do you know what I mean? And I, it just didn't sit right with me. So I kind of went on my own journey. But when I was young, like really young, I used to have prescient dreams. I knew when people weren't being truthful and because I'm Aquarius, I was, that made me quite naturally rebellious. So I sort of, had a, 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 a my, an inner sort of uh, search going on for, you know, w what was the truth? And this led me to teachers. And so 
you know, and what, you know, when I was at my boarding school, there were some absolutely incredible, um, you know, um, lessons that I learned there. And there were some amazing sort of nuns that taught me, you know, magical things that I still use in my everyday life now, but I just wanted to find my own way. So I started searching and I, when I was in my early twenties, I was working for a, a media production company and I think it was what's known as a spiritual crisis because everything um, became very sort of loud and you know I literally would wear a baseball cap and sunglasses on the tube I felt you know I thought that I could you know I could hear what people were thinking um, you know it it was really stressful and I would you know, my partner at the time was a music producer. And every time I walked into his studio, his stuff used to short circuit to the point that I was banned. And so when this happened, I, it was quite scary. And so I went to see a healer and this healer was, you know, she was, she was quite amazing. Um, and she said, what's happened is your sort of uh, third eye and your crown chakra have what, you know, woken up and you haven't done the grounding work to be able to handle this you know and one thing you know that she said that always you know I, I say it to my clients today is if you don't live in reality reality comes to live with you so for me I had to she said to me that I should start training and so that really was the beginning of my journey I started with meditation then I started studying psychic sensitivity then I started uh, sort of, I, I started working with Tibetan Buddhist monks. And for me, I, authentic is a big, big word in my life. I, I will not go to a talk. I will not, you know, read a text if I don't feel that the person behind it is authentic. So that's why I started studying with um, the Kaju lineage in Tibetan Buddhism, because it's an unbroken lineage. And I really could relate to a lot of the the sort of the sort of teachings um you know and I'm, I'm not really into airy fairy stuff so so yeah um in a nutshell it's not really in a nutshell is it that's kind of where it all began it's really interesting that your backstory to come from such you know that catholic background being raised by nuns to obviously going into astrology so it is a really interesting transition for you and you know it's so common as well i don't know whether you find this but most people who come on this podcast have had media backgrounds um been in the spotlight somehow like my past business was very much media related as well and then you kind of it's almost like preparing you for your spiritual journey where you also have to be in the spotlight as well. So it's interesting you've had that backstory as well. So in terms of your astrology then, because most people listening may know about the sort of planets, Mercury retrograde, some of the more sort of, should we say, basic astrology, but a lot of people don't know what a natal chart is. So could you just explain to us what a natal chart is and how we can sort of learn to work with them? A hundred percent. I just, if it's okay with you, I'd just like to flip back into something that you said. So in terms of the, the whole sort of, you know, um, you know, Catholic side of things, um, you know, I mean, you know, I was, the, the thing is, is that a lot, a lot of the time when people are sort of, you know, um, you know, in, in certain aspects of the, the sort of Catholic faith, people believe that astrology is part of the dark arts and they believe that, you know, any kind of, um, sort of uh, uh, method that one uses to, um, you know, predict, I, I mean, I don't use it to predict, but uses to predict 
anything you know outside of sort of god and and sort of jesus is actually evil and the thing is is that i wanted to bring that up because you know in the whole in in the whole sort of you know ancient stories you know three wise men followed stars i mean they were basically astronomers you know it's just subject to interpretation and the thing is is that with any of this stuff whether it's tarot whether it's astrology um whether it's numerology whether it's anything like that it's all down to the motivation of the person that's using it does that make sense so i just felt like that was a really important thing to say sorry to to interrupt no definitely i agree with you fully there so so in terms of um what is a natal chart a natal chart is a map of certain stars when someone was born. There are two kinds of astrology. One of them is natal astrology, and that is when someone is born. It's the minute that they land on the planet, so to speak, and it's a sort of cosmic selfie of certain stars and planets at the the time that they were born. Now, um, you've also got orary astrology, and orary astrology is basically, you know, what's going on at any given moment in time. And, you know, people use that to find out what's happening on a certain day, you know, to, to sort of gauge the collective mood, to see, you know, how the land lies. So there are two kinds of astrology. And, you know, there, you know, there, are, there are more stars in the, in, the, in the planet than there are grains of sand on the earth. So, you know, yeah, there are more stars you know, that we could read um, and sort of interpret. But these are sort of, this is a kind of like ancient mainframe that we use, um, you know, and so basically the planet, so we all know our, our sort of star sign. So yours is Virgo, mine is Aquarius. The star sign is, it's, it's basically, you know, wh- what, what is that for a person? And so the sun sign or the star sign, it's the same thing. Um, I, I believe my whole sort of um, thesis is based on they either go right or they go wrong. It doesn't matter about conjunctions or trines or sextiles or all that stuff. You know, you, we've all got this stuff to work with and we either work with it in a good way or a not so good way. And so the planet represents the what? So the sun sign or the star sign is the ego gone wrong and gone right it indicates by the sign it falls in the the sort of um the positive traits that we need to embrace before we leave the planet so the sign it's basically um, a manifestation of energy so you know um it it is a manifestation of energy and again that goes right and that goes wrong and you know, so for instance, you know, um, Aquarius gone right is raising awareness. It's all about anything that connects the masses. It's about equality, tolerance, you know, and all these things gone wrong. It's like freezing cold, like ice, detached from its emotions, um, fanatical, you know, and very extreme, spontaneous and unpredictable. Do, do you see? So, and then, and then you've got, you can take it one step further. I always say in, in my method, dynamic astrology, everything goes in threes. Three is the magic number. So the planet is the what, the sign it falls in is the how, how does that play out? And then the, the, the house that it's in is where does that play out? Make sense? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Well, I say it makes sense. I'm still learning this. I have many books. I've got your books. So I'm like carefully learning, right? My houses, where this falls. So in theory, I get it. I'm like, I need a lot more. It's like you're, it's like the thing is with astrology is that that has been my, my, my mission with astrology. And I didn't actually mean to be in this industry for 12 years. It's just, you know, I, I feel like it's like a little baby at the moment in terms of sharing it with the masses. And it's it, every so often it keeps tripping up, 
you know, with, with anyway. So the thing is, is that it's like learning another language and you're going to pick up bits and pieces. The beauty about us of, of, of the way that I see astrology is, is that it's just a framework. And once you've got that framework, you can interpret it any way you like. Do you see? So it's like learning a language. When you start learning a language, I, I don't know if you do, but when you start learning a, a sort of second language, you're never going to know sort of, you know, how to speak it as, as you know, fluently in, in your sort of native tongue, unless you spend, you know, 20, 30 years in that country. It, it's, it's almost like you, you pick up bits and pieces. And if someone's speaking to you in that language, you'll pick out certain keywords and phrases, and then you'll put it together and interpret it yourself. And that is exactly the same as astrology. You just have to learn the fundamental basics. And in dynamic astrology, I do not believe that anything is fixed. I don't believe that any star, God, man, you know, predicts our future. The future is ours to create. And the birth chart is just a, a, a sort of, it's penciled in, you know, and we can sort of color it in if we want to. Nothing is fixed, nothing is predetermined. That is solely our choice, creative free will. Mm. and if, if anybody listening wants to look at their natal chart or learn about this where can they do that well there are millions of websites out there but obviously I'm going to say mine because I wrote it myself <laughs> <laughs> um so my my website is called dynamicastrology.com and it's a web app and there's a free version and no one had done it this way before so what I decided to do because I don't like giving people you know, just this is this is this and this is that and this is that because that's not the way it goes. So you can draw your chart. Um, it's probably better to use it on on your on your laptop. Uh, you can use it on your phone, but I'm flipping it into app form at the end of March. So and what you do is you draw your chart and then you click on all the planets and symbols and it gives you the information. So what I'm trying to do is teach you, you know, what the symbols are, what they mean, and so it's an interactive chart. And obviously you know, there's a premium version as well. And it's like £25 a year and you can draw as many charts as you want. But you see, the thing is for me is that astrology is such a beautiful language. And I, you know, I'm a creative and I love beautiful, beautiful things. And every chart I looked at, you know, when I first wrote this like two years ago was so ugly. And there were so many red lines and green lines and purple lines in the middle of a chart that people were saying, oh no, I've got so many red lines. You know, does that mean that, you know, um, I've got a really bad chart? And I got so fed up of hearing that, that when I designed the dynamic astrology charts, I took the lines out. Because it doesn't matter how, because what, you know, the lines in the middle are basic um, aspects and connections between the planets and signs in your chart. And if you're just learning astrology, you don't need all that. You know, even if you're, you're a seasoned astrologer, you know, all you need to know is, what planets are in what sign and you know what house they're in and then you use the method to figure out when they go right and when they go wrong does that make sense it just should be super simple definitely and i agree with that because one of the things that i did when i looked at my charts on other websites was i was like what are all these lines what does this mean so you're right when i did it on your website i was like oh this is really simple now <laughs> so i definitely would recommend exactly and and you know and there's sort of um you know, more, more sort of profound information in there, but I always give a fix because I'm a coach and I don't see the point of someone saying, well, you know, you're this or you've got that and everything else. And, you know, all I one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I ever do. I've got Mars and Taurus. I'm quite practical. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, that's great. But what's the solution? How can we fix it? Definitely. So how can we use astrology then to manifest and understand current energy? Well, the first thing is to learn your own chart. And in terms of learning your own chart, I've always said, you know, for many years, and I think, you know, it's all over the other astrology sites now, but that's the way it goes, isn't it? I always say, learn your star sign, learn your moon sign, learn your rising sign and begin with that. So remember that everything falls in threes. The only tricky bit here is that if you don't know the time you were born, you're not going to be able to figure out the houses or your rising sign. Because the, 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 the rising sign changes every two hours. So... Yeah, so you, you learn where, where your star sign is and learn the gone right and the gone wrong traits. You know, of course I'm going to say this, you know, like, you know, get by the signs and, you know, you know, learn about the gone right and gone, gone wrong aspects of your, your sign. But I didn't just pull the signs out of thin air and want to, you know, write it to make money. I wrote it. It's based on 12 years of worth of research. So it's like if you learn the framework of, you know, the sun sign, the moon sign, because the moon sign represents your emotions, your emotional well-being and how to take care of your, your well-being, emotional well-being. And also on an esoteric level, it governs past life tendencies that we need to overcome. And then if you learn the rising sign, that's like the mask that you wear. You know, that the sun sign is like the coat that you wear. It's like your own energetic wardrobe, you know. And the moon signs like your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So why is the moon sign like our underwear then? What does that mean? Because it's beneath the surface and not everybody gets to see it unless we're we're intimate with them. Get it? Got you. Okay, definitely. So (laughs) now I get why it's underwear. (laughs) Unless... There is one of those people that shares too much information and then they're overly emotional and overly reactive, which means that they they wear their rising sign on the outside, which means they wear their underwear to, you know, Tesco's or Sainsbury's (laughs) or Waitrose or Marks and Spencer's or Whole Foods if you're having a good month. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so what changes and events then can we expect to see as a collective in 2020? Because in your new book, Your Stars, um, you talk a lot about obviously 2020 being a really shifting year for as a collective. So what can we expect? Oh, yeah. Um, so so the thing is, is that I just, I'm so sorry to do this again, but it, I, I've, in terms of understanding current energy, all you need to do is when you know your own moon sign, you you can gauge the sort of energy that's going on every day and every month. And also if you're going to pitch something or you've got a meeting, all you need to do is look at where the moon is. And by sign, for instance, if the moon is in Virgo, you're going to need a lot of detail. You're going to need to be very organized. You're going to have your facts and figures. Whereas if the moon is in uh, sort of Pisces, you can talk about the art and the vision more. Do you see? And if you, because we have a lunar return every month. So the moon returns to our own science, like our moon birthday, once every 28 days. And when it's in, what well, I always find that when the moon is in my sign, I feel emotionally empowered unless it's a full moon. And in which case, all bets are off. So anyway, um, I'll pause there. So answering your question, 2020 is seriously powerful. It's basically a shift in paradigm. And I believe that we haven't seen the energy, um, energy like this since the 1960s, which was basically the age of Aquarius. And I talk about that in your stars quite a lot. I'm not sure if you've read it, you know, about my, my research into the age of Aquarius and where it comes from and, you know, what it actually means. It's interesting because you hear it a lot, actually, the age of Aquarius and all of this. But I, you know, as you said in your book, I've read that bit quite a lot, actually, because it really interested me that, you know, everyone thought, oh, 2012 is when it started. Everyone started having their spiritual awakenings. And what you were experiencing that actually it goes further than that. It does go back to the 1960s. Yeah, but it, it goes back to the 1960s, but even further than that, I wanted to know who coined the phrase. And so it seems to have come from uh, Madame Helena Blavatsky, who was a, a Leo. And she um, was the sort of founder of the Theosophical Society back in the 1900s. And for her to be doing what she was doing, which was basically saying, irrespective of color, creed, class, you know, we are all one and we are entering, you know, the shifting consciousness. I mean, if you think about, you know, Downton Abbey and then 200 years minus that, you know, to be saying that we were all equal was, you know, revolutionary in, in you know, in its time. Mm -hmm. And so Madame Helena, Madame Blavatsky, I believe that she coined the phrase, I don't know, you know, if I'm, you know, anyone can, can say I'm wrong, but, but then again, so this, this was like a buildup. And then in the 1960s, you had all the big planets. So Saturn and Jupiter, uh, all in a sign of Aquarius. And if you think about all of the things that happened within that two year um, time frame, you know, the Civil Rights uh, Act was enacted, you know, and, and the civil rights was all about, you know, you know, everybody being judged by their character, irrespective of race, color, class, creed, you know, it's, it, which is the uh, Aquarian ideal. It's like nobody should be judged for anything other than their character. Mm. And so, you know, this, and then, you know, we had, uh, so that was about revolution, you know, major, major revolution. And then Aquarius is all about, you know, things that connect the masses, you know, the first um, transatlantic, transatlantic uh, television program was broadcast. I think that was in, it was either 1962 or 1964, can't remember. But then, but then you see, and then the first man walked on the moon and the, and Aquarius is all about space travel. And so, you know, all of these planets are sort of aligning again. Uh, and 
you know, that if you look all over the world, there are revolutions going on, people standing up to fascism. You know, you've got China, Syria, you know, I mean, it's, it's all over the place. It's not just, you know, one person saying, okay, this is how it is. So, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to accept that. The, the age of Aquarius is all about revolution and changing rules that don't work or changing rules that don't serve everybody. So it's all about one for all and all for one. Mm. And what do you, how do you think we'll see that play out this year? Oh, well, that would be predicting and I don't really do that. But if I were to look into a crystal ball, if I had one, I feel like with by the end of 2022, the world will be unrecognisable. And I'm not saying that in a sort of, you know, there's a paradigm shift. Mm. You know, I mean, 2012 was the beginning of the shifting consciousness. And if you look back before 2012, there never would have been podcasts like this. You know, there never would have been sort of, you know, mainstream sort of spirituality. Everything, everybody, it was all rose quartz crystals and dolphins that were only ever available in Glastonbury back then. <laughs> do, do you know what I'm trying to say? I mean, you know, it really has, you know, you know, shifted. But this paradigm shift is that, you know, we, we realize that we are all connected. And, you know, it's, no, it's not good enough for one person to be doing well and everybody else to be suffering. Because when one person suffers, we all suffer. So the age in Aquarius is basically revolution where, you know, perhaps we stand up to fascism, but in a very peaceful, positive, smart way. Mm. You know, I was, I, was, I was speaking to someone, it was a friend of mine who's a solicitor yesterday, and he was saying, talking about, you know, um, the justice system and everything else. And I was saying, well, you know, put together sort of, you know, compile, you know, some documents on your findings. Everybody knows what the problems are, you know, and we can't just moan about them. What we have to do is present solutions. And a lot of the time, the people that are in authority, I mean, sure, you've got, you know, the, the sort of, you know, um, you know, the, the, the sort of psychopaths, you know, they're always going to be attracted to positions in power. But, you know, I believe that the vast majority of people are good people. It's just they're totally overwhelmed. It's like, you know, normal people, you know, they would love to be able to do more for the planet and to do more for humanity. But most people are just trying to pay for the roof over their heads. Mm. Whereas if you make it really easy for them, of course, they're going to get on board. So I was saying to my solicitor friend, listen, put together a document, compile it, get together with all your friends, put it together, lobby it, present it, you know, to the authorities and present a solution. You know, we can't keep on criticizing. We all know what the problems are. Enough, enough of that. Aquarius is about action, you know, taking, taking sort of, you know, um, you know, putting together communities where sort of communities can, can make a difference. Definitely. And I think it is, like you say, so interesting how as a collective, so many more people are awakening, like you said, podcast books, YouTube videos, everything just wouldn't have existed, you know, prior to 2012 in terms of spirituality. And I think it's just a really interesting time where people are connecting back to themselves, whether they want to call it spirituality, mindfulness, well-being. A lot yeah. more people are waking up, which is amazing to see, because like you say, when we all come back to ourselves, come back to our, you know, our true essence, like you say, in your sign being in the positive aspects of your sign, not in the kind of wounded or negative aspects, we can as a collective make that change, definitely. Of course, we can make that, that change. And, and making that change begins with our own minds. And for me, an interpretation, of, you know, 
you know, spiritual person, as far as I'm concerned, is someone who treats everybody else the way that they would want to be treated. And, you know, we can't always do it. It's not possible. You know, we lose our temper, we get upset, we're impatient. But at the end of the day, if you keep that in the back of your mind, that means that you walk your walk and you talk your talk. Mm, Definitely. So my last question to you today then is, what is one piece of life advice that you would like to give my listeners today? Oh, just one. (laughs) (laughs) One piece of advice. I've got so many. Okay, so, right, my main piece of advice would be, um, all right, so can we negotiate here? Can I have one for the actual year and one in general? Okay, go for it. I'm here for it. (laughs) All right, so the one for the year is basically stay steady, unplug, because all this Aquarian energy is sending people crazy. So you cannot join the crazies. So unplug, don't be near your phone, unplug all of the electrics at night when you sleep and let your body heal, right? That's my my advice for 2020, because it's cranking up and people are losing their minds. And in terms of my main piece of advice for your listeners I would say to be happy because life is so short and it's so precious and you know if we found out that we only had one week left on this planet all of the things that we worry about that we think are making us unhappy would become so trivial so just be happy amen to that couldn't agree more definitely so Caroline where can my lovely followers find you if they want to know more about your books or what you do well, that, that's really kind. Um, yeah, so my my books, I think, I think you can find them, you know, online. But, you know, if you can, you know, support your local bookstores, please, because otherwise we're going to lose them. Um, we, we don't really need to make, you know, billionaires more billions, do we? So pay an extra pound or so and support Waterstones. Um, I think your signs is in Oliver Bonas. The signs is also in Urban Outfitters. So, so yeah, and then you can find any information that you need on, on the method at dynamicastrology.com. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's it, really. Perfect. And for anybody wanting like a real practical journal, Caroline's new book, Your Stars, I've got it myself actually, is so good. It gives you like weekly updates of collective energy, what the planets are doing, what you can expect. Um, So if you're really fascinated by astrology and want something a bit more practical in journal format, definitely check that out because you will enjoy it. And my my friend Natalia's got it as well. We're just loving it, Caroline. Seriously, like please do. Are you doing the missions? We are doing the missions. We're sticking to it. It's all good. Okay, fantastic. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for being here. So thank you so much guys for listening to another one of my podcast episodes. I really hope you have enjoyed Caroline and I's conversation today. As always, you can find more about Caroline and her website in the description box down below. There'll be a clickable link for you. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching or any of my videos, etc., you can find it all on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you are up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.